Biden's proposal to empower IRS rattles banks and their customers to help fund its new initiatives, the Biden administration wants banks to report more customer information. Account holders aren't happy. Declaration of Independence, the founding of America is now in reverse course as a statement of facts. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and weaponize the I.R.S. according to this Constitution of the United States of America to monitor all U.S. bank accounts for liberty and taxation for total annual deposits or withdrawals worth more than $600. Above $600. This is a hunt for tax evaders and not space invaders that has a direct impact on crypto tax traders and the wealthy Americans. A proposed amendment to the tax code in the infrastructure bill making its way through Congress could lead crypto traders to face fines and jail time for improperly reporting receipt of more than 10,000 in cryptocurrency or NFTs the amendment that the bill would make to tax code section 6-0-50-1. It would, in a broad range of scenarios, require any business or person conducting business that receives more than 10,000 in digital assets to verify the sender's personal information including their social security number and sign and submit IRS Form 8300 to the government within 15 days. What is I.R.C. Code 6-0-5-0-1 IRC Section 6-0-5-0-1 requires that any person engaged in a trade or business that receives cash in excess of 10,000 in a single transaction or in related transactions must file Form 8300, report of cash payments over 10,000 received in a trade or business. If the person who received the assets intentionally does not report the transaction, they would face a mandatory fine of at least 25,000 and a possible felony with up to five years in prison. When the Biden administration looked for ways to pay for the president's expansive social policy bill, it proposed raising revenue by cracking down on $7 trillion in unpaid taxes, mostly from wealthy Americans and businesses. And 1.4 million American taxpayers either individual filers or households have at least that much income, qualifying for 1%er status. That's based on adjusted gross income, AGI, from 2018, the latest year for which I.R.S. data are available. The numbers were crunched for IBD by GoBankingRates.com. AGI is your total income after subtracting deductions like contributions to a traditional IRA or to your 401k account are subtracted for tax return purposes. Top 1% varies from state to state income for the top 1% varies widely from state to state and for the District of Columbia. The income gap, richest Americans vs. Other Americans Another way to compare annual income for the elite 1%er club and the bottom 99% is this. Nationwide, top 1%ers average yearly income is a staggering 25 and a half times the annual earnings of the bottom 99%. The discrepancy is sharpest in New York. There, top 1%ers have nearly 39 more annual income than bottom 99%ers. The difference between the haves and everyone else is smallest in West Virginia. There, Top 1%ers average less than 13 times the annual income of the bottom 99%ers. 
when the Biden administration looked for ways to pay for the president's expansive social policy bill, it proposed raising revenue by cracking down on $7 trillion in unpaid taxes, mostly from wealthy Americans and businesses. To help find those funds, the administration wants banks to give the Internal Revenue Service new details on their customers and provide data for accounts with total annual deposits or withdrawals worth more than $600. That has sparked an uproar among banks and Republican lawmakers, who say giving the IRS such power would be an enormous breach of privacy and government overreach. Banks already submit tax forms to the IRS about the interest that customer accounts accrue. But the new proposal would require they share information about account balances so that the IRS can see if there are large discrepancies between the income people and businesses report and what they have in the bank. The IRS could audit or investigate the gaps to see if those taxpayers are evading their obligations. Biden administration officials say the United States needs more information from taxpayers to crack down on those who do not pay what they owe. The measure, which would affect more than 100 million households and millions of businesses, is estimated to capture $460 billion in additional revenue over a decade, primarily from the wealthiest Americans. Treasury officials say the effort is not about tracking individual transactions and is not aimed at lower or middle class households. The $600 threshold was chosen to weed out accounts that are generally dormant or get little use, such as children's accounts, while still giving the government the broadest possible visibility. Administration officials say audit rates for taxpayers who earn less than $400,000 per year will not go up. This is about making sure the top 1% can't evade $160 billion per year in taxes, said Alexandra Lamana, a Treasury Department spokeswoman. Top Democrats say that empowering the IRS is key to making the economy more fair. Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts has warned that the IRS is handicapped when it comes to tracking the income of the wealthiest. The kinds of income that the IRS has the least visibility into are the kinds of income that are overwhelmingly concentrated among the very richest taxpayers, Ms. Warren said. Strengthening information reporting, as well as providing protected and sustained IRS funding, would ensure that we focus enforcement on the biggest fish. But the pushback is putting pressure on the Biden administration to scale back the proposal. Lawmakers are discussing raising the required disclosure level to 10,000 rather than 600, a Treasury official said, and making taxpayers who are paid through payroll processing companies exempt from the required reporting. The Treasury estimates that could reduce the amount of money it could recoup to between 200 billion and 250 billion over a decade. The outcry over the proposed measures stems in large part from a carefully planned lobbying campaign by the banking industry which has spent months raising awareness and opposition to the plan in cities and towns across the country. Banks say the reporting requirements would raise their costs and put them in the unenviable position of handing customer information over to the IRS. Various sources cited from Investors Business Daily and New York Times benefits of decentralized banking. One generates trust, a decentralized bank lowers the risk of systemic failure. Decentralization has led to the emergence of digital currencies that is accompanied by user confidence. The rise in the valuation of cryptocurrencies somewhat reflects the people's fading trust in central banks and the various government plan schemes.
decentralized banking comes to counter this decreasing trust of the clients and attempt to rebuild the bond that people share with the banking sector. To fostering an open culture, decentralization does not come merely with an innovative technological approach. It promotes an open culture that contributes to economic development. As there are no geographical hindrances, people from all over the world can come on the same platform and work in coherence. It contributes to an open culture as people from various cultures get to meet and even exchange their ideas through the transaction process. 3. Giving people control of their money, it allows every user to choose the currency in which they want to invest. Some currencies are collapsing around the world mostly due to mismanagement by corrupt elites. With a decentralized bank, people get knowledge about the investment and the lending processes, thereby allowing complete control. Together we will rebuild, educate, and advocate the importance of the principles of creating generational wealth embracing the D.A.O blockchain technology. A decentralized autonomous organization is a concept for a blockchain-specific entity built and collectively owned by its members. For governance, such entities will rely on the decision-making protocols embedded in smart contracts as opposed to conventional organizations that use central leadership systems. Since smart contracts are impersonal, the organization can be governed by a more horizontal structure without an entrenched hierarchy. Members of the DAO can decide to have built-in treasuries that come with restricted access to approved members who fit pre-specified conditions. Without a centralized governing body, members of AD.A.O can make proposals and collectively decide on what proposals to implement through a voting system. Smart contracts can help throughout the voting process and automatically implement changes based on the votes. Learn more about blockchain technology at finance.metropolisdao.org.